We would like to advise that the following program may contain adult themes, occasional nudity, and language that may offend some listeners. Thank God it's... Welcome to Studio 222 at the ABC in Ultimo for another edition of Thank God It's Friday. I'm Richard Glover, and please welcome this week's remotely connected gang. It's Dane Simpson in Wagga Lockdown, Tommy Dean in Sydney Hotspot Lockdown, and Gene Kitson in Sydney Lukewarm Lockdown. Welcome! <laughs> welcome, Thank everybody. You. Welcome, everybody. Thank you. Now, let us, uh, let us check that you are up with this week's news. Who announced that the light at the end of the tunnel is an open pub? <laughs> Can I just say that not every for not everyone is a light at the end of the pub, at the end of a tunnel, or an open pub. For many of us, Richard, an open pub is a tunnel at the end of the light. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think someone said yeah. that about. Death, and, and often, the light at the end of the tunnel is an oncoming train. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah. which an open pub can be, especially if you've been in lockdown and you suddenly go. So this is Gladys. She's saying you can go to the hairdresser, you can go to the pub, you can crash a wedding with 49 people, you can ask five people back to your place, back to the pub and go back to your place until dawn. You know, it's a very, it's a regular Friday night if you're vaxxed. But what you can't do is sing in a church. Yeah. Really? Well, they can't sing, no, yeah. No, no singing. why not? Well, what? because when you raise your voice in praise of, of God, you... Ex, 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 you can have a mask on. Have you ever been to a pub, Richard? A pub? I thought you were going to say, you have can't... you ever been to a church? <laughs> can I just step in here? Uh, I have been to a church, and I, I'm starting to think... As one who's listened to way too many hymns be sung by the congregation, they are not making a beautiful sound upon the Lord. I think this is a way of protecting churches from themselves. <laughs> you know, we just, you know, there's a very few churches that have great singers. You got to leave it to the Pentecostals. And outside of that, most people, they should just, you know, like the old joke, well, let's turn to him 457. Done. <laughs> Come on, all, all things bright and beautiful is pretty good, isn't it? Come on. Have you, have you ever heard it mumbled? Every, every church hymn sounds like Australians singing the national anthem. <laughs> Put your shoulder in we go. Can I have a butterscotch, Grandma? Give me a butterscotch. <laughs> <laughs> now, now Dan, Dan, when we came down to Wagga, uh, Tommy and I, we did, we did the show down there with you and we, we did go to the pub afterwards. Is this yeah. something you're looking forward to when the opening up happens? 100%. That's what I'm loving. And I reckon that's what uh, Gladys could be about. You know, uh, there is that recent breakup of hers with uh, mm-hmm. Daryl, who is <sighs> Who's a Wagga. Wagga, Wagga, Wagga. Wagga. Yeah, that's right. So maybe, the, uh, maybe that's oh. what it is. Maybe uh, Dazza yeah. off the scene and, and just looking for some... Some fresh, fresh person to to start dating. I don't know. Like it could be, and just getting uh, letting people out, and just happen to be 
letting people out to go to the pub in Wagga Wagga. What a coinky ding. Yeah. I love, uh, I love the way having someone from Wagga gets us the inside story on the Premier. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> Which hairdresser does she go to in Wagga? So she'd go to the hairdresser and then go to the pub. Yeah. That's what we do. Now, she's, got she's got Julia Gillard's husband working for her. That's, yeah. that's exactly. <laughs> and, and, you know, the uh, single bubble. Uh, where you are allowed to go around one person's place. I, I feel like this is all falling into place. Yeah. I, oh, I think there's yeah. too many coincidences happening here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Single. It's about being. Uh, it's about Gladys being single. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah That's what I it could be. That's what I, I can I, see that. Yeah, because you go, you go to the hairdresser to say you're looking good. Yeah, yeah then yeah, the gym. Exactly. You go to the gym, the hairdresser, then the pub. And then the church all... to, then the church to pray, it's all gonna work out. <laughs> <It's>... <laughs> <laughs> and listen to recorded choirs. So... Much better choice. Much better choice. Have <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you chosen think... which of the which of the, the sort of uh, menu of activities you're gonna you're gonna choose for? I mean some people say, Oh, I wanna go to the op shop or I'm best desperate to go to the bookshop or the pub or the restaurant. Gene, have you decided what you're gonna do first? I'm not in the pub, at the pub, no one will, it just everyone just gets louder and louder and louder, and then yep. you just get sprayed with. If someone laughs, you get spit and you get Pringles and you get a bit of shabbly two meters away. I'm not going to the pub. You're praying for COVID. Anything but the Pringles. Anything I want to say, I feel I feel like I'm working against this because actually my dream is that everyone in my house goes to the pub or the shop or the store. And then, finally, I have the house to myself. <laughs> you're, you're That's looking, you're, my dream. So October 18 is a bubble of one for you. Yes, please. Bring, please. It, bring it on. But what would what? you do? What would you do, Tommy, well, on your own in the house? I would do most of the things that I already do without being judged. <laughs> oh, that's brilliant! Oh, what I'm loving is uh, here in Wagga Wagga because uh, it's midnight is when things get lifted. Is that there's pubs that are just rubbing their mitts together and getting ready for one past midnight, and they're quite literally putting a band on and just having people come to the pub at one past midnight and just opening the doors. Because this is going to be on, a, you know, what is going to become rapidly a Monday morning, isn't it? Like the start of the working week. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> uh, what did you, you do on the weekend? I went to the pub once and then I came here to work. <laughs> this, should be, this should be a national holiday. Whenever they finally decide, whatever the open day is, mm-hmm. we should then get that day off hmm. so that Absolutely. every year... Going forward on that day, we all go to the pub to celebrate the day we left our homes. You and are went sounding to the pub. more and more Australian as I talk to you, my brother. <laughs> I, just, I just really want the house to myself. <laughs> uh, we're with Dane Simpson, Tommy Dean, and Gene Kitson. Now, who has exercised his right to demand a fair share? Who has exercised his right to demand a fair share? Oh, that, that sounds like Egg Boy's back. Doesn't it? Yeah. Do you remember, do you remember the, <laughs> the superhero we all know and love? Uh, if, if Marvel was going to come up with anything extra, you know, if the, I'm, I'm hoping for Phase 4 includes Egg Boy, uh, the Australian hero that we... And he, he's just saving the world with mm. uh, eggs. His real name is Dan Andrews, isn't it? In this <laughs> context. Egg well, Boy. Yeah, yeah. Um, I remember this. He was yarning on the news uh, and was saying about a race. 
uh, an egg and spoon race. Um, I love that reference too. By the way, that's mm. really cool. He, that's he's not. He's not. He wasn't happy. He was. He was sitting at home watching the seven thirty show, like like many people do, the half past seven report, as I call it. Yep. And uh, and suddenly <laughs> and suddenly they're revealing that New South Wales has got more vaccines than Victoria, and there's been a sleight of hand about it. And he's so upset. He says everyone keeps on saying it's not a race, but it is a race. And Gladys is streaking ahead. You know, she's on the sprint, and I'm on the egg and spoon. He says, Yeah. That's and that's ridiculous. Like, yeah, he he's well within his rights. I love that he heard it via the ABC. <laughs> that's so funny to me. Like, I love when uh, what was it? The the kookaburra sits on the old gum tree, and they heard about their song being uh being yep. taken by uh men at work, and yeah, they yeah. heard about that through yeah. the ABC specs, as well. Specs and specs, yeah. Specs and that's specs, right. yeah. It's you got to watch the ABC with your lawyer. That's the yeah, thing. That's the key. key. <laughs> that is the key. See, I find it curious here, the reference. I just don't know that he made the right reference. Uh, As one who grew up in a variety of schoolyard races, uh, the the egg and spoon is technically a sprint with a slight dexterity addition. Uh I think he would have been more properly if he just said the the three-legged race. Oh, that's a good... Or the potato good... sack jumping race. Sack race. Sack, yeah. sack race. Oh, you know, sack race. sad sack race. What about we're in a tug of war and, <laughs> and Gladys has got Daryl on the side? That's right, and they put petroleum jelly on our side of the rope. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the sack race really gets you prepared for when you're going to bed and you just gotta, you're taking off your, your pants for the end of the day and you're just making your way to the bed yeah. and you still got them on just around the ankles and you're just <laughs> making those. Sack race really has yeah. set me up for life. That's, so that's, that why it's part of the, that's why it's part of the curriculum, Dane, just for <laughs> yeah. you. You gotta Did hop, you do... jump, jump, jump. Was yeah. the three-legged race a thing here? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. I always remember, we did it, we always did it in primary school and because of insurance in America, they always had a ambulance attendant <laughs> at the school carnival day. And they would literally just sit at their table and drink coffee all afternoon. But as soon as they announced a three-legged race, all of them would stand up <laughs> we're, ready to we're, go. We're ready to somebody go to is about to break a leg. <laughs> <laughs> I know. We always fell over straight away because it takes, you know, you have to practice. And they're yeah. the one. They were the ones who just practiced, and they would just stride off like they were doing ordinary running in time, and we'd just fall over. Which I think, coming back to the topic, I think Dan Andrews has just fallen over with the egg and spoon. He's dropped the egg. He's <laughs> dropped his egg, and I think this is just this whole story about Dan Andrews, you know, whining about not getting as many vaccines as New South Wales. This is just like pretty much best practice for state cooperation. You know, New South Wales gets an outbreak and Victoria goes, nyah, nyah, nyah. <laughs> and then Victoria gets an outbreak and goes, that's oh, not fair, we haven't got any vaccine. And Queensland behaves like Anastasia is the only one allowed on the floating door, even though there's plenty of room for others. And no one's heard from Tasmania for over a year. I think they, and, I think someone untethered them and they floated off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Jean, Jean, so you know, when my fiancé accuses me of dropping an egg in the house, she means a completely different thing. <laughs> Thank God it's Friday. Now, uh, from this week's news, who is having a fizzer? When it comes to Pfizer, who Ooh. knows the answer to this? Who's having a fizzer when it comes to Pfizer? Well, well, I, this is a story about Minister Greg Hunt who's in hot water because apparently he didn't jump on ordering Pfizer 
back in the early days when I don't think Pfizer was even approved back then. And all I remember is that Pfizer Pfizer had to be stored in some secret Antarctic cryogenic <laughs> freezer, whereas you could store AstraZeneca in your armpit. I mean, and. You know, and back then Australia, which which includes Melbourne on a good day, had swimming pools full of AstraZeneca until some rat bags started a stampede to Pfizer <laughs> and now we're all stampeding back the other way. Oh, I don't know. Now there's Moderna and there's Johnson & Johnson. I like which the is, idea which of Johnson & Johnson. A vaccine in the form of talcum powder, right? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. We can poo our nappies <laughs> but smell like babies, you know, for months. Are they going to get to the point where, like, every other medicine, they're like, well, I see your doctor has prescribed you AstraZeneca, but there is a generic available. (laughs) Yeah. 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 I think uh, yeah. I have the generic asthma spray, and I always feel cheap when the when the chemist <laughs> says, "Would you like to save a dollar?" And I say, "Yes." yes. I would. Because <laughs> this came out about Greg Hunt is that uh, it's he he didn't go himself. He was meant to like be yarning to Pfizer himself, mm-hmm. an official, and was going to get millions of doses, uh, July, June, July, whatever it was last year, uh, but instead sent a junior official or some work experience kid <laughs> to one of the biggest meetings of all time. I just can't grasp that that idea of like a CEO just going, nah, you know what? Yes, yeah, send the kid who gets the yeah. pizzas I, and I the think, coffee. I think the first assistant secretary is not necessarily on work experience, but I, I take your point. Hey, Tommy, what do, what do you think? Do you think he's going to, uh, uh, you know, survive, uh, survive these allegations, these Look, claims? I, I think the problem is with this sort of story is it, you know, we don't really know the whole part. You know, it looks bad on paper to say that we sent the, you know, a lesser officer. They didn't know what they were doing. But uh, I've looked into this. Oh, good. Uh, yeah. And using the freedom of information laws that brought this story to light in the first place, I've dug even deeper. Oh. And uh, I've actually found a tape of the meeting. And I think this makes the junior officer somewhat culpable. But uh, I believe it, it casts the entire story in a different light. All right, let's play Tommy's yeah. tape. Well, on behalf of all of Australia, I would like to thank you, Pfizer, for making these millions of doses available. So I guess uh, to conclude our business, all we have to do is pay for it. So I've got the credit card right here. And I'll just tap that on the... Hmm, why isn't that working? Oh, on the side. <laughs> I know, they're all different. Some on the top... Some on the side. It's very confusing. All right, there's the tap. Now I will just put in the PIN number. Oh, oh, I thought that would work. That was uh, 1901, Federation of Australia, surely. Oh, this is Minister Hunt's credit card, so I'll just, uh, maybe the password is Hunt4868. Oh, if I don't get it right the third time, I'm locked out. Uh, hold on a second, I'll just uh, call my colleague. Hey, Bruce. Yeah, this is Joe. Hey, uh, what's the PIN number for the credit card? Yes, I know that's redundant. Personal identification, number, number, I know. But everybody says PIN number. Yes, I tried Federation, 1901, didn't work. Yes, I tried Hunt, 4868, didn't work. No, I didn't accidentally press the two. What's that? 9994... No, I know that's Bradman's batting average, but it's also the ABC's postcode. There's no way that's it. Oh, oh, that's a good one. Yes, hold on a second. Nine, nine, five, three. What would Jenny do? Nine, 
All right, well, I'm sorry. Uh, that locks me out of the credit card. I will uh, take this back to Australia. Uh, we will sort this out, and we will be back in November. <laughs> there you go. Freedom of information. Uh, very, very, uh, very good you got that because it really explains the whole story, doesn't it? It just makes it, you know, I think it, you know, everybody understands the difficulty of uh, the modern world. Yeah. We've all the, been there. Yeah. Credit Definitely. card problems. So I, just, I just think there's maybe just a little bit too much pressure being put on the junior <laughs> officer. <laughs> Thank God it's Friday. Uh, ABC Radio. We have Dane Simpson in our Wagga studio, Tommy Dean, in his Sydney hotspot lockdown, and Jean Kitson in her slightly less hotspot lockdown here in Sydney. Uh, Wheel of Death coming up. But first, the Chinese government has issued an edict limiting children's screen time to three hours a week much to the delight of parents who now find themselves backed by a repressive authoritarian regime in a way that most of us could just dream of. Uh, what would you like to see our government ban just to save yourself from yourself or at the very least save yourself from your partner or your children? Dane Simpson. I, <laughs> okay, um, this is going to be a bit weird, but I, I think karaoke. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, but I a full ban, it. a 24 hours a day ban or just a limited ban? No, just a limited ban. It just, it, you know, probably... Three hours uh, a week? Limiting me, yeah, to maybe once, once, a, once a month, I, I think could be what... What people would be able to stand, like the entire concept, Dane. You want to kill all of karaoke, or, do you, or you like specific? Like for now on, there will be no more the wind beneath my wings. No <laughs> one, no <laughs> one sings that one. No, no, no. I, I want, I love karaoke, and I just need to woo up. I think is my problem. Uh, I get it from my dad. My dad is just such a like the king of entertainment, and just wants to like party all the time. Uh, so he just, he just always sings karaoke. Like he quite literally rang me last night and said, "Can I just sing karaoke on Facebook, and people will watch?" And I'm like, <laughs> "Why?" And he said, "Well, there's this thing, um, like a clock." And I went, "That's TikTok." And he said, "Yeah." Uh, people dance on it. I think people want to hear me sing. And I was like, you're not a good singer. And he said, they're not a good dancer. And I'm like, you're accurate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're, you're not going to be mocking your father when he's got a million followers on TikTok, which will happen by about next Tuesday. Oh, 100%. And, I, yeah, I, I I take my uh, – I've got a speaker system and stuff because I, I do shows uh, when, when we're travelling or when we used to travel around. And uh, I take them up to his house. And they're, they're speakers, obviously, for me to do my comedy shows. But he calls them the karaoke machine. <laughs> and <laughs> it's because I plug his iPad in and he just goes on YouTube and looks up karaoke songs and sings sings along. I'll, he reckons it's for his neighbours. But I, I don't <laughs> I don't think he's done quite a survey to and, find yeah. out whether that's true or not. <laughs> what do the neighbours think? I, I, they seem to love him. They uh, they come around, they, they hang out on his front porch and listen to him sing, uh, which is a lot of fun. I feel like he needs to go to Karaoke Anonymous. Like, it's it's becoming I, a problem. Well, so I think government... we should sack Emily Sanday and get your dad to do the music on Thank God It's Friday. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think you're absolutely right. I, yeah, I was, I was talking to my partner about... Um, about sending my dad to Karaoke Anonymous uh, and we're wondering what that would look like and especially when somebody gets up on the podium and just says, look, I've got a problem with singing karaoke and they're like, well, how long has this been? And I just feel like they're going to look at everyone and go, it's been, you know, and just kick in with yeah. a... But that, that's more, once they start singing, they'll do the 12 See? steps, right? Yeah. That, that. <laughs> 
That's exactly it. Yeah. T- Tommy, uh, Tommy Dean, what would you say? You know, if, if we had a, a you know, brutal authoritarian regime that we could rely on, like the Chinese, uh, what, what would you like to see them ban? I like the idea. The idea is ideal from a parenting point of view. My grandmother parented very similar... <laughs> to President Xi. Yeah, well, she, you know... <laughs> The big move for her was the dial telephone. So whenever we were acting up, she would take the, the telephone off the hook and dial 9-1. And if you, if you keep acting up, I'm going to dial one more one and I'm calling the police. I'm ca- she called them the police. I'm calling the police. The police are going to come for you if you don't quit it. So I think that makes it easier in a way in a parenting uh, for, chi- for Chinese mothers and fathers. Look, I don't want to yeah. take your iPad away from yeah. you. It's not me. Yeah. It's not me. It's, it's her. The, I mean, it's, she. It's the government. <laughs> it's the government. I'm sorry. So I oh, do like the idea right. that the government's taking the pressure off the parents. Um, I was that's about right. to say I'd like to ban uh, binging because it, you've got to get back to your life. Uh, but yeah. I think it's interesting that I didn't even realize it till the other night, but Netflix has built in a protection device. Are yeah. you still watching the show? Yeah. <laughs> do you think you should still be watching the show? <laughs> Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, yeah. So like after like four episodes, it's like, uh, you've been watching this for a while. Uh, maybe you have, should have a hard look at yourself. Netflix that's, Anonymous. Just I love stand that. up. It's, it's nice, too. It just says, and, and, are you And, 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 and again, from a parenting point of view, I think, and this is controversial, but if there was like a way to ban dinner, <laughs> <laughs> like not every night, but like just three nights, like three nights a week where there's no, so every, like the only thing my daughters actually say to me out loud uh, what's for dinner tonight, Dad? Everything else is text <laughs> messages. I was like, well, tonight, yeah. you know, it's Tuesday. I'm sorry. I wanted to make some sort of, I was going to make stroganoff, but, you know, Prime Minister Morrison. <laughs> He's banned. Tuesday He's banned dinner. it. I'm sorry. There's just no dinners on Wednesdays anymore. I Gee, tell you, Tommy, what? there's a light at the end of that tunnel because now my kids have boyfriends, so they go, what's for dinner? And if I say something like, oh, you know, something healthy, a salad, they'll go, oh, we're not here. And they'll go, go get, get a better <laughs> offer. So just say it's a salad every night and they'll go somewhere else. Gene, what, what would you like to see a brutal authoritarian regime if we, if we had one? Uh, well, to, uh, to do. I know, because I'd like the government to ban alcohol for kids under 18, but they do, and it makes no difference. <laughs> so I think bring in a little bit of Chinese crowd control. I think we give the kids social credits. We take it away if they're teasing their sister or not eating their broccoli or stealing your credit card to buy, you know, vapes online with it. So <laughs> take them away. Send the kids to re-education camp and, and, like, and also slow down the internet. I think slowing down the internet and kids would go outside to try and get a better, you know, connection and then they'd be outside and then they'd give up and then they'd just start wandering around and mucking around and next thing you know, they're playing outside. I think the NBN is already working on that, Gene. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I like the idea. I the idea sounds solid, but uh, for those of us that remember the early days of the internet, uh, we would quite happily sit and watch a single photo unreveal itself <laughs> yeah. one line at a time <laughs> for 17 minutes. Yeah. And we loved it. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. think we should have those announcements. You know when you go into a tunnel? 
So you know how your kids are not wired to, you know, they're not attached to mother anymore. They're wired to the mothership. You have no idea what they're listening to or anything like that. <laughs> so the government should be able to interrupt whatever they are, like in the tunnel, you know, there's been a breakdown in the left lane. Interrupt your kids and go, your mother's about to have a breakdown. Will you go and help her make dinner? Will you pick up your wet towels? Will you ask her if she needs anything? It'll just be a voice in their head, will it? Yeah, yeah, yeah just... Ding dong! <laughs> this is, you know, your this home is Scot- authority. This speaking. is Scotty. <laughs> <laughs> this is Scotty. That's a great idea, actually, because my girls yep. constantly get around with uh, earbuds. Always, so you're never yeah. even entirely sure if they're just left them in until the next thing starts playing, or if they're actually listening to something. And so, I, I, my whole life is doubled. Like, if you have to say, "Oh, uh, it's your, to take the trash out, please," I'm sorry, yeah. you take the trash out, please. Every time. I have to say everything twice. <laughs> My whole life is like a constant, like, five-second loop. Well, Go back I in time, have... five seconds. I said, take the trash out. I have these weird conversations, and my daughter will walk in and she'll go, oh, yeah, that's another thing. I say, what do you mean that's another thing? Well, it's just ridiculous. What's ridiculous? And then she's not even talking to me. She's talking to someone on the on her headphones. Mm. That's, well, it, it, that might be the thing. It might be like a text message comes through to everybody uh, saying, hey, go and do the dishes, authorised yeah. by Craig Kelly. You know, yeah. like, <laughs> well, we've, already, we've already got the RFS. You know, they can send you messages, you know, fire near you and all that. So why can't they say washing up to be done near you? Yeah. Absolutely. Fine, wouldn't it? Hey, you know, pretty soon they might be all like, uh, what are you listening to, girls? And they'd be like, oh, I don't know, some cool new TikTok thing, Dane's dad. <laughs> What's his favourite song, Dane? Uh, oh, he loves a good Neil Diamond. Um, but because he's an, an old Aboriginal man out at Walgett, he calls himself Neil Opal, which is the, uh... <laughs> <laughs> the local stone. Very good. Very good. Now, you're ready for the Wheel of Death. Uh, each week, our lovely listeners send in these random topics for the Wheel of Death. Today's topics uh, are compost, dreams, hopscotch, fly spray. Bed bugs, chicken salt, wheelie bins, picnic, mozzies, garlic, zebras, tinea, chores, bunyip, and we're back to compost, which fills you full of fear. Tommy Dean. Uh, compost, only because uh, I know that Costa listens and I would hate to let him down. Yeah, that's right. We don't want to let Costa down. It's the main thing in his life. Oh, uh, aside from the beard. Uh, round and round and round it goes where it stops. Nobody knows. The topic is garlic. Garlic, oh, garlic is the topic. Garlic is the topic. <laughs> garlic. It's a good one. Oh, that's a good one. It's uh, one of the big three. One of the big three. Uh, you can't. There's just no way you can survive in the kitchen without it. Uh, it is. Uh, I don't know a lot about it from a growing point of view. Uh, I don't know a lot about it from a pruning point of view. I, uh, here's what I do know. I do know that fresh garlic makes everything a little bit better. <laughs> I can't think of anything in the culinary world that isn't just a little bit better if you add garlic. Imagine butter with garlic. Oh, is that garlic butter? <laughs> Beautiful. I like bread. Do you like bread? Bread is the staff of life. What about garlic bread? Oh, even better. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna have some pasta sauce. This tastes kind of flat. Oh, wait a second. Garlic. <laughs> Boom. Sauce complete. In fact, it's one of the reasons I think uh, that you know vampires can't stand garlic. 
is because it, it doesn't really sit in the blood very well. That's ultimately their one. That's the only thing you can't add garlic to that makes it better is blood. Huh. Uh, like if you were to inject garlic into your blood, I would suggest that that is bad. Uh, I would also like to suggest it will not cure COVID-19. <laughs> Just in case there's any confusing messages and now garlic sales spike. Uh, you can powder it. Garlic powder. Glorious. Uh, garlic salt, which is garlic powder mixed with salt. Uh, granulated garlic. Uh, you know what? I love the way it comes together in like a little package. It seems like one garlic, but inside is 12 to 18 other garlics. <laughs> cloves. I like the way it changes. You know, the cloves can be, you know, it's raw. It's raw and pungent when it's when it, by itself. Uh, if you smash it and lightly saute it, it takes on a sort of less bitey but strong sweetness. If you roast it slowly in the oven, it loses mm. almost all of its bite and yet is a creamy, gorgeous. It is infinitely adaptable. Um, and the only, only time I think you can, of course, and what I like about garlic is it's an accent. You know, you, you would never just eat just garlic. It's got to have something else. Uh, and I know this because when I was in uh, culinary school in, in high school, uh, we, uh, as a culinary school, served uh, the school board at a special school board meeting function dinner. And I was in charge of making the garlic soup. And I made the mistake. Uh, the recipe was for 100 people, uh, so it required um, 12 cloves of garlic to make this soup. Uh, and That's I a whole mis- knob, right? About, that, that was my mistake, though. I misread clove for bulb, and so I used 12 <laughs> bulbs of garlic. Yum! <laughs> here, we, call, we, call them, we call them a knob here. A knob? Well, I use 12 knobs. I, I basically put in a hundredfold more garlic than the recipe required. And uh, while, of course, it was not enjoyed by the school board, <laughs> uh, I am pleased to report there has not been a single vampire attack <laughs> in Arizona in the last 25 years. I'm not saying that I, that's the way it is. Maybe they just hate dry heat. But... <laughs> You know, in you fact, I used look- to, as a, when I, when I, when I, back in the days, uh, you know, when you could leave your house, and I used to do the audience warm-up for Q&A, uh, one of my standard questions to the panel uh, to warm up their microphones was, what are the three spices you could never, ever cook without? And never, ever did not garlic make the cut. Cause, cause, yeah, that garlic. surprises me in a way, because there's a whole generation of Australians who couldn't abhor garlic. They said it was terrible. It, you know, if you're going to work the next day, they'd advise you against eating garlic because you'll stink out the office. You mustn't do that. You never kiss somebody if you've had garlic. This was the view. And that's, yeah. I think, why my parents used it so liberally with the children. Because <laughs> <laughs> it, it was, you know, in our house, it was very difficult to talk about contraception, but very easy to serve garlic bread three times a day. Uh, thank God thank it's God. Friday. Thank God it's Does he die or does he live? He lives. He lives on, thank God. Used it's lightly. Friday. Oh, he- you it put is, it in your yeah. socks, you know, too. Mm, it's yummy. I love it. Uh, now, Dane Simpson is here, Tommy Dean and Jean Kitson. Uh, some new music from ABBA this week with a whole album coming soon. Now we've breached the castle walls. What else should be brought back from the 1970s? Jean Kitson. Are you t- well, if we're bringing ABBA back from the 1970s, we're obviously talking about the daggy 1970s. 
aren't we? Bringing yeah, daggy yeah, stuff yeah. back. Because, I mean, ABBA wasn't, it, it, they weren't Frank Zappa or Lou Reed or Janis Joplin or, you know, the Stones or Aretha Franklin. They were, they were just, they were just hmm. daggy. They were, the, so, the, they were the school milk of pop bands. Yeah, so if we're bringing <laughs> yeah, if you still drank school milk in high school, like that was about the daggiest you could get. Oh, some milk, thanks. Um, so I think we bring back the Ford Escort rather than the Shaggin' Wagon. Ooh, yep. Ooh, yeah. We bring back um, uh, Sweet Sherry rather than, say, Stone's Green Ginger Wine. We bring back that Stone's Green Ginger Wine. I used to drink that in the seventies. Man, do you remember that? That was a headache in the bottle. Oh my god, it yeah. was so cheap. It was the cheapest way to get really drunk. I can remember Stone's what the. I can actually remember wine. the price. Yeah. Oh, can you? Yeah, two forty nine, two dollars forty nine. Oh wow! For how much? Uh, seven, you know, well, seven hundred. I think it was seven hundred mil. Four liters. No, or no, a flag. No. <laughs> kind of, you know, like a whiskey bottle. Yeah. Oh, if the Vikings had drunk Stone's Green Ginger Wine, I, like they'd, the world would be their oyster. I, they, <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say something, but I won't. But Stone's Green you know, uh, Ginger Wine, I think, has just been responsible for nearly every remorseful memory I, that bubbles up at 3 o'clock in the morning. If you so, thought it wasn't strong enough, you mixed it with whiskey and called it a Ginger Mac. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mixed I'd... it with ouzo once at the drive-in in a paper cup, and it melted the bottom of my paper cup. <laughs> oh well. So I had to scull it. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you drank it quickly. That's so, that's so funny. I've I've mixed it with beer before. Um, the a Stone's ginger wine it gives the gives the beer a little bit of a ginger flavour. Oh. That's a ginger beer, as it, yeah. as you will. And, and it's yeah, it's pretty much exactly what you're saying, Jen. It just it gets you there very quickly. Yeah, um, it's it's his it's his karaoke fuel. <laughs> it's absolutely you are you are set to go after a four of those. So we're bringing back the escort. We're bringing back the sweet sherry. What else are we bringing back? Well, we bring back um, we bring back Alice Bands rather than Alice Cooper. <laughs> uh, remember, Benny had the cape and the hot pants. We bring back hot pants and a, and definitely a camel toe, and Ooh. we bring back cork wedgies, and we could bring um, back uh, white vinyl lace-up boots. Oh, yes. Sorry, that's finally something I agree with. (laughs) If you're going to wear the cork wedgies, don't drink the green ginger wine first. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) Dane, what do you want? If Abba's back, what what else should come back from the 70s? Oh, uh, so I'm I'm shaving, uh, not being around. I miss the 70s by only about three or four years. Uh, And I was born in 83. So, but the things that I love, because I love movies, Burt Reynolds' mustache, I'd 100% bring back. (laughs) Uh, John Travolta's (laughs) dance moves, obviously. Um, And your classics, Alien, uh, Star Wars, they're so cool. And, you know, they have attempted to bring these back, but mm, they're nothing like that real boss original stuff. Um, Fondue is something that is from the 70s that I reckon, you know, like, I don't get me wrong, I put melted cheese on everything now, but I feel like fondue makes you feel a little bit more superior than other people by putting... Melted cheese on things. It's you know a very, w- very good way to share any gastrointestinal illness with your neighbours. <laughs> that was its main purpose. 
And don't limit yourself, it Jane. Sp- uh, it, my... could, it could spread a pandemic through a suburb faster than COVID. Because <laughs> my mother, you know, melted cheese isn't the only fondue thing you do. My mom used to do fondue deep fry. So basically it was like a pot, a cauldron of fondue oil. <laughs> and then you would spear a variety of uh, small tidbits and drop them in the hot oil. And so would, was... would this involve an eye of Newt by any chance? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, because she would do like crumbed olives. Yeah. Oh, yep. that's sophisticated. Yeah. Sophisticated. Uh, and what was the other one? Devils on Horseback? Yeah, yeah. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Classic little drop in. Uh, rumaki. So Devils on Horseback are prunes with bacon wrapped prunes around bacon, them, right? Rumaki was another one, which uh, was, was rumaki. I know the name, but not exactly. Another one was prawn. We call them shrimp. But a, a, a shrimp wrapped in a bacon and then dropped in the deep fryer. This sounds fantastic. I never heard fantastic. of that. You, you, but in you, the you middle of a bacon. table. That's what I mean, yeah. with eight other sticks that are color-coded. And if you forget what color you are and how long you've been there deep frying. There goes a gastro, yeah. Oh, so. And, or just a pure oil fire. Can, is a, do you know what a prawn wrapped in bacon and deep fried is called? Because I don't. Want to look like an idiot when I it's, tell it's, my fiance? It, it's called a Jewish nightmare, is what it's called. <laughs> well, that explains why Neil Diamond never came over. <laughs> you, you mean you mean Jimmy Opal? Jimmy Opal. <laughs> so Neil Opal. Neil, Neil Opal. Opal. Neil Opal. That guy would eat it. What do you want to bring back from the seventies, the Tommy? Look, I want to bring back disco just so we can kill it again. <laughs> Just in case they had any thoughts that we didn't kill it the first time, just reanimate it and then shoot it in the head. Yeah. Goodbye, disco. Uh, I do like flares, I have to yeah. say. As someone who has uh, unnaturally skinny ankles, yeah. uh, the idea of flares uh, you know, hides the fact that I walk on chopsticks. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> and platform boots, hot, you know, flares and platform boots, which I know... People are going to say, Tommy, that's disco. And I wasn't arguing that the fashion of disco, I love the fashion of disco. It's the music. What's wrong with I the music? Can't... What's wrong with the music? It's good, well, good for karaoke. Yeah, fantastic. <laughs> you need it's... more than 12 steps. You need 24. <laughs> you know, we used to actually, I, we, in, high, in my primary school, we had to learn the hustle. I think that's possibly where it comes from. Is that we had to do the hustle. Do the hustle. Do the hustle. We did the bus stop. We did the bus stop eventually in high school. Yeah. And I caught up. Yeah, because then boot scooting. Because, you know, boot scooting was really country trying to claim what few things that were good about disco and make country cool. And then we had to kill them too. Me and, me and my fiance talk about the dances that we did in school, and I, and I said that we did the bus stop, and she's like, I don't know what that is. And I was like, that's because you went to a private school. You probably did a dance called the private car. That's the, <laughs> the chauffeur. The chauffeur. Do the, the chauffeur. And he does see his hat, and he opens the door. It's the chauffeur. <laughs> hey, who were the winners and losers of this week? Jean Kitson. Um, well, I think the winners um, are people who live in New South Wales, obviously, Yay. because the cage door will soon be open and we can fling our masks to the wind. Well, we can't probably do that, but we can run barefooted <laughs> through the long grasses chasing rabbits because we've all been such good little girls and boys. So we're the winners. Where, where are and they the, getting all the rabbits? 
Well, oh, you can chase something else, whatever's in your area. <laughs> Blowies. I don't know. Run barefooted and chase them. The main things that are chasing our neighbourhood are the gym junkies because all the gyms are closed, so all the men who want to show off their bods oh, do it in yes. the park. It's disgusting. If you're not one of them, you just, it's, just, it's, it, it's, it's crushing to the ego. Well, it's crushing. I went to our local dog park and there were two women doing the Hello Sailor right on the top of the rock wall. <laughs> I came around the corner and there they were and I got a shock. I was really shocked. Well, it pays to advertise, Jean, even in a <laughs> pandemic. <laughs> And the losers are ABBA cover bands who will now have to compete with bloody holograms. They're, they're, yeah. they're gone. Yeah. yeah. Poor old ABBA. Yeah. yeah. The real thing. Well, sort of the real thing. <laughs> sort of the who, real Who were the winners thing. and losers of this week? Dane Simpson. I, I, I agree with Jean. I think the, the winners are the regional New South Wales people who are in those areas where you get to open that cage door and just pop out for the weekend and, and loving mm-hmm. it. And the pubs and clubs that are, that are opening us, particularly here in Wagga, at, mid, at one past midnight tonight. Uh, because you're, in, you're in one of, you know, there are a few areas for, for people who are outside our state. Uh, there are a couple of regional areas. Most of people have got to wait till the end of October, but a couple of regional areas are going to have limited freedoms tomorrow. Yep. Tomorrow, yeah, or yeah, from from midnight tonight, which is absolutely crazy. So, I think they're all the winners. Uh, the losers is obviously come Monday going to be my bank account and my liver. Uh, I think. <laughs> I think they're already putting in the paperwork to take out an AVO on me um, next week. Um, so, yeah, but I will thoroughly enjoy this weekend. So that's okay, going to be really cool. I just asked this for, as a, a, a object in, in, you know, a warning for the public. Will there be karaoke involved? I am hoping there is going to be bulk karaoke involved. Um, however, that may be whether it be a band and me stealing their mic and becoming their lead singer, <laughs> 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 or whether it just be uh, me putting a song on the the jukebox and then singing over the top of it. It's uh-huh. either way, it's going to happen. People of the Riverina, be afraid. Be, be prepared. Very, <laughs> be very afraid. Tommy Dean, who were the winners and losers of this week? Look, I think the big winner is going to be uh, picnic sales. Uh, there's going to be a rush on hampers and tartan-based blankets, <laughs> plastic champagne glasses that, with little stabbers you can stab into the ground to stay upright, a uh, variety of you know cheese knives uh, so that you can uh, keep the blue cheese knife away from the camembert cheese knife. <laughs> Seriously, get two knives if you're featuring blue cheese, you cretins. <laughs> Drive me crazy. I don't like the way that our main reward that's coming from Monday is this idea that we can have a picnic with household members if you're in the LGAs, if you're not with five friends. Uh, picnics. What's wrong picnics. with a roof? What's wrong with a roof? So that when it rains, what's wrong with a table and chairs exactly. so that the plate of food is in front of you? Why, why do we have to spend our time trying to eat while lying on the grass with one hand holding a bit of roast chook while the other hand fights off the kookaburras? <laughs> I mean, what's the point of that? And the flies. Well, that's flies, right, the flies everywhere. The ants, yep. the birds. I, I thought that was trying to stop travel, trying to stop movement. What about the movement of 10,000 flies from Dubbo the instant you lift the lid on the Tupperware of the roast chook by one <laughs> centimetre? It's going to be a boon, though, for barbershop quartets because they really suit a picnic.
Yes. <laughs> those, yes. Guys, those guys are going to get some gigs. Yeah, I might chase them, actually, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> rather, than, rather than the rabbits. That's uh, a formal we term. should have yeah, karaoke in, in uh, churches. It's just occurred to me. Hmm? Sorry. Just hey, very quickly, I've got to get my loser in because this quick, is making quick, me cranky. It's quick. very personal. Uh, but my loser is Victoria Bitter, who just this Thursday in Victoria unleashed an ad based on the old Victoria Bitter ads where <gasps> yeah. they encourage oh, people yeah, to get yeah. vaccinated somewhat Somewhat like a young man named Tommy Dean unleashed on the public two weeks ago. Oh, and thank God it's Friday where he did that and where Dane Simpson and Tommy Dean and Gene Kitson have been this week. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much. Uh, Coming up next week, Gene and Tommy will be back, joined by Alice Fraser. The music will be Christina New. Until then, I'm Richard Glover. And thank God it's Friday! How dare you steal a thing I stole. Thank you very much.